2: Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured, not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
0: Welcome to Creature Feature, a production of iHeartRadio. I'm your host of many parasites, Katie Golden. I studied psychology and evolutionary biology, and today on the Crab Show, crabs! What the crab are crabs up to? Are crabs building a crab society? What kinds of crab structures are the crabs crabbing up crab? This crabber, this and more as we answer the age old crustacean. I mean, question, should we all be crabs? Joining me today is one of my favorite comedians, Twitter video artiste and crab appreciator, Kylie Brakeman. Welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to
3: talk about crabs.
0: Yes, I am so excited to have you. You, your tweets and your videos are amazing. And the reason I have you on today to talk about crabs is you have tweeted about crabs favorably.
3: Yes, I've, I've, I've sent, I've fired off some pro crab tweets. Right. I can go on the record and say that.
0: Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I, I had a feeling you were pro crab, but I'm glad that we could just like clear the air between us. And yeah, it's important you know, to say
3: it. It's important yeah, to say. Yeah. it. yeah,
0: we're pro crab. Mm-hmm. Damn it. <laughs> And you actually have a tweet that shows some really interesting crab behavior of a sand bubbler crab. So it's a little, little teeny tiny crab in the sand, digging, digging a hole. And it looks like you tweeted, Cannot believe my guy built himself a hot tub in 15 seconds flat. Uh, and it, I mean, this crab, Kylie, this crab.
3: He's a precious little guy. He's yeah. a precious little guy. And more than that, he's an architect. I mean, yeah, because I feel like I've seen sand crabs before, like on just like, I don't know, like the Santa Monica beach, like the way they dig directly into the ground. But this yeah, guy is like, doing like a whirly gig like he's yes. like building himself like it almost looks like a little igloo.
0: Yeah, actually, Kylie, that's what they're called by biologists.
3: Really? Yeah. Wow. You didn't,
0: you didn't even go to biology school, and you knew what they were called. So take no, that. No, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor you're, now. You're a doctor. I guess doctor Kylie Brakman. I have to say now. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You,
3: you got to re-record the intro with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because- I mean,
0: like, there are people who like got their PhDs in evolutionary biology, but it turns out, guys, you just got lapped by Kylie Brakman. Sorry. Yeah, you
3: gotta, you gotta just, you gotta be on it, guys. Catch mm. up, biologist.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yes, they do build a little like hot tub dome out of sand. So they start out; it looks like a cool little hot tub, but then they keep going until it's this full-on dome that ensconces them. And they are teeny tiny little guys. We we love to we love to talk about a tiny guy on this show. Um, <laughs> they're about
3: or tiny twi- girls or but tiny they girls. They feel like guys, not to gender it, <laughs> but
0: <laughs> that is a crab sexist. Uh, I'll have you know. Uh, that's for another episode that's yeah we're gonna have to go into crab sexism now oh well but yeah so they are about 0.4 inches wide or one centimeter and they're sand colored because they live in sand and sand is basically their whole deal it's you know that's that's their thing is sand.
3: They they really have made that their brand. I mean, that's very clear, but just from this 22nd video, I'm like, this is a guy who knows about sand. Yeah. I didn't realize they were 1 centimeter though.
0: Yeah, that's Pointy. tiny. Tiny. I it, mean, it. I was
3: imagining like a couple inches of guy, but like that is yeah. a tiny tiny crab.
0: Not even an inch of guy. Uh yeah, no, they they are very small, but with their small size, they accomplish great things such as including building that little igloo. They are found on tropical beaches all around the Indo-Pacific Ocean, and they love wet sand. They love it. They eat it. Who doesn't? They live in it. Who doesn't love it? So they actually will eat sand. And when I say eat sand, they're not actually like shoving clawfuls of sand and just like eating the actual sand, but they filter out tiny particles of organic matter in the sand and eat that. So... They like to filter through the sand, but they don't like getting buffeted around by the high tide. So what's just a little guy to do? You got to create a burrow in the sand to hide when the tide comes in.
3: So he's making himself like a little restaurant, like a little dining room.
0: Yeah. Wow. Like, but it's a combination restaurant, dining room and bunker, like a bomb (laughs) shelter, you know?
3: He's a doomsday prepper.
0: He is a doomsday prepper. Uh, To be fair, doomsday does come every day multiple times with the high tide, but yes, it could happen to us too. You know, alien high tides could happen. And so if we learned from these crabs, maybe we would be less skeptical of doomsday preppers.
3: It could. No, there's a lot to learn there. I just think it's fascinating how many animals live like right on the high tide because it's constantly changing and it looks so dangerous. I'm like, how did life start in the ocean? That looks like the scariest place to live.
0: Yeah, I was terrified of the ocean when I was a kid, because I remember I was playing on the sand, building a sandcastle, which was really just kind of a pile of sand. It wasn't, it didn't have like turrets or any kind of like no like, you know, flying buttresses or anything. It was like a pile. But, you know, anyways, I was building my sand pile and then a wave comes in and just completely wrecks me and my kingdom. And it was traumatizing. Damn, everything you built, everything you worked for, just gone in a second. I am Ozymandias. (laughs) Yeah,
3: (laughs) your kingdom gone. I definitely have, like, wave trauma where I I don't, like, I go in, like, water, I go in the water where it's, like, small waves, but big waves I used to try and, like, body surf as a 10-year-old, and Mm -hmm. I just got salt water in my nose too many times, and now I'm, like, I stay away.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's nothing quite like just standing in the ocean, minding your own business, and then getting punched by water. Yeah, absolutely pummeled as like yeah, a child. Decked in the, the face. They, yeah.
3: Yeah. That's the ocean reminding us, like, I'm not for you. Like, yeah. you belong on land. You do not belong in me.
0: Yeah. Hey, did you adapt? Did you adapt for the water? No will eat, eat then this get Napa out sandwich made out of saline. yeah, <laughs> they're all our school bullies. Yeah, yeah, I got bullied by the ocean a lot when I was a kid. it's a it's yeah. a traumatizing thing, but that's why I feel like these these little sand bubbler crabs are heroes because they're they're these just little toinies, little teeny tos. and then the ocean is like, well, I'm gonna shove you in a locker and it's like, haha, not so fast. I've created an igloo out of sand. and now I'm in here and you can't get me. And in this little igloo, they've actually trapped a bubble of air. So they're totally fine. You know, they can breathe. They're fine. They're cool. They're just like chilling out in their little igloo while the tide is doing its stupid thing. And they're like, yeah, sure. Do whatever you want, tide. I'm in here and I'm fine.
3: I have a house. I'm a self-sufficient guy. And I'm a homeowner. All right. Yeah, he's paying a mortgage on that thing. Like, how many times does he make that in a day?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, And so, actually, in terms of breathing, even though crabs are aquatic, or in this case, semi-aquatic, they have gills that can breathe underwater, but they also, their gills can breathe in air as long as the gills are moist. You want to have moist gills, always with the moist gills. Right. Yeah, as we know. But since sand bubblers spend so much time in the open air, they have also developed gas windows on their legs, which are membranous disks that researchers think is for gas exchange. So they might breathe with their legs, maybe. Whoa, that is
3: innovation. Yeah. Really, like, we're not taking advantage of our legs. Our legs could be doing
0: more. I know, I know. It's like, oh, okay, so you can walk. All right, so you're a one-trick pony, you're saying, legs.
3: Yeah, yeah, you got one thing. What else you got?
0: You got to keep it keep it fresh. I can't even smell with my feet. What is that? What do you mean? Like Yeah. You know, are we're, we're not more evolved than these guys.
3: Like yeah. I don't think we are. I think yeah. we're just
0: different. Although I guess if they like skip leg day, then they could die, which, you know, is a yeah, problem. Yeah, that's a little tough.
3: That's, that's tough. Little, that's a little hard. I can't hard. keep up with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Uh, Like you guessed correctly, Kylie, the protective domed burrow is uh, called an igloo. And they just chill out in there, perfectly safe, breathing perfectly happy while the tide is going on, uh, creating a mess of everything. Um, But not only are they pros at rapid burrow construction multiple times a day because they have to... Uh, rebuild the burrow after each tide cycle. Uh, they are also experts at making balls. So remember when I said they eat sand? I mean you probably do because it was oh, like yes. two minutes yes, ago. Yes, that happened um like a minute ago? Yeah, yeah. Well I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah. They they eat sand, but not really like the silica part of the sand. They eat the organic matter in the sand. So in order to like suck out all the good parts of the sand, they have to filter through it. And the way they do it, unlike other crabs that just like pick up some sand and uh, kind of filter it out and like spit it out, they put keep putting sand in their mouth parts and use water stored in their guild chambers and turns it into this little vortex inside their mouths. And they wash the sand, but in this circular motion, and they create a big ball of sand in their mouth and using the water to, like, flush all of the edible organic bits out of it until they have this clean ball of sand that they spit out.
3: So the ball is, like, the waste. The ball yes. is, like, what what they don't want to eat.
0: Right, exactly. The ball is the reject bits, and they have already sucked out all the juices from the sand, all the nutritious du- juice nutritious juices yummy 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 sand yummy if you've ever sucked on some sand you know you
3: get a oh there's a i lot love in there. going to the beach and sucking on sand
0: <laughs> my favorite thing to do it's a new diet it's called sand but like with an umlaut over the a and you just suck sand. on sand sand it's just a couple of handfuls of sand a day and then
3: you can work out so much better you're so much more efficient
0: yeah, it's really good for being regular you know what i mean just suck on some sand yeah yeah, for being
3: normal yeah for being regular um you know in the stomach sense and regular normal as a person as well right (laughs) these balls i will say they also they are very cute they look like boba
0: yeah they do they're very perfectly spherical balls like they make they're just the perfect little size and they're all kind of a uniform size because they keep making this ball and sucking out the juices of the sand until the ball is just too big for them to look over Because they don't wanna like have the ball so big that it impedes their eyesight so they can't watch out for predators. So as soon as the ball's just about the size of like a little marble, they spit it out and start sucking through some new sand. I'm looking at this gif, it looks like they're doing it really fast. I don't know if this is sped up, but it looks like it's instant. I don't think it's sped up that fast. It might be a little bit, but I think it's pretty quick.
3: Because they don't, it just looks like they're going through like a ball-shaped chamber. Like they're not like like completely just like molding it like uh yeah like, like you're on some sort of like a ceramic pot spinny thing like it's like no it's not like, like, like it goes up through Ghost. the tube and then it goes out
0: right yeah it's not it's not like in ghosts where there there's like one crab behind it and the music swells and they're like creating a ball together no it's just like they put it in the mouth they're they they like take their little pincers and go get like little bits of sand in the mouth. Again, the water in that they're using to flush all the yummies out of the sand is like creating this vortex in their mouth and it's like spinning around and then they just chuck out a ball. They're like little ball making machines. They're so cute. It's adorable.
3: They could create like a little marble factory.
0: They could. Free labor. Yeah, hey, look. If we haven't exploited animal labor enough, here's a new way to do it. (laughs)
3: <laughs> I'm just always thinking about capitalism, always <laughs> thinking about it. That's,
0: I, The reason I teach people about animals to appreciate the beauty and intriguing nature of the animal kingdom is so we can monetize it.
3: Yeah, because if, if these crabs aren't making me money, right. why are they doing this weird thing?
0: Work crabber, not sadder, right? <laughs> <laughs> Work crabber crab crabber, not sadder. That's a good one. That's I'm very good at. I'm I'm a wordsmith. Anyways, um, these are called pseudo fecal pellets. Pseudo fecal pellets. The marbles because, are. Yeah, because they're waste, but they don't come out of their butts, so they're not like they really, don't
3: pass through. Like it's right. just kind of an instantaneous.
0: Right, it's like it's like feces, but instead of going through their whole digestive system, it just goes through the mouth, so they're called pseudofecal pellets, which I feel like scientists just love to make a- everything cute and fun sound really, really gross.
3: Yeah, because they're just making a little ball. It's like spitting yeah. out the pit of an olive.
0: Yeah, you mean a pseudofecal olive A A pseudofecal third.
3: olive reject, Uh, olive detrit- detrit- detritus.
0: Tritus, yeah, I like Detritus. to call them mouth turds. You know, just pop yep, out a mouth yep. turd. There you go, popping out a mouth turd at a fancy <laughs> restaurant. They excuse give you a little me, waiter, excuse me, waiter, please take away this bowl of uh, mouth turds from the olive. Bring me a bowl for my mouth turds, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, because they go through so much pieces of sand, they actually create these huge patterns relatively big compared to the tiny crab of just a bunch of balls, hundreds of balls, because they're just like, you know, make a ball, suck out the juices, move on to the next spot. It can create these like spiral patterns that the crab is just like... Oh, I'm
3: seeing these. They look like crop circles almost.
0: Yeah, like it looks like like tiny aliens just came on the beach and made a crop circle out of sand balls.
3: This is so fascinating. They're just like they're tiny little garbanzo beans like in the shapes of Creepy little rings. Yeah. That's nuts. So are they just doing this in a circle? Like they're just making all these balls and then like spinning around? Like it looks like they're, it's very methodical.
0: Yeah, I think it's probably just kind of like radially going further and further from the, the inception point of like, because they can also like dig deep and start pulling up uh, sand from like these feeding trenches But if the quality of the sand is good enough on the surface where it's nutrient rich, they will come out of their little hidey hole, that little dome that they make and just start processing sand when the tide is low. And they probably just like they start closest to their little uh, temporary burrow and then just start making more and more sand. Sometimes they like will uh, come out, like start digging deep in the sand and excavate out balls and chuck balls out of the hole. So, yeah, I think it's this inadvertent. All right. Well, I guess I got to move two steps to the right and make more sandballs and suck on them.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You just got to you just got to blow through the whole whole sand patch. You got to make your way around the town.
0: Yeah. You know, like you got to paint the town red with uh, your juicy sandballs.
3: You got to. That's what I say. That's what I say before a night out.
0: Yeah, that's what I say, too. I think everyone does. So we're not. I think everyone does. Yeah. It's a big trope. It is.
3: They put it on Bachelorette Party merch.
0: Yeah, but I just love that, like, if you saw this on the beach, you would think, like, aliens or art.
3: Textbook aliens. That looks very textbook aliens to me. Right, I'm like, right. either some one demented kid did this or right. a bunch of aliens. Possible,
0: possible. Yeah, I mean, uh, kids do, like, you give kids wet sand and they do go bananas. Yeah. I do remember when I was a kid, my friend had some membership to this,
3: like, private special beach. Oh, like, Fancy. Hidden- very fancy it was i don't know where it was i don't know if it it, somewhere near huntington beach or something but it had this like like this nice sand and the waves weren't like as intense and we would make ourselves like a human-sized hot tub like we would the objective of the day was to dig out enough space for all of us to sit in and then the waves would eventually come in and like fill the tub. Yeah, And eventually it would, like, bring in more and more sand. But I relate to this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, uh, I remember doing stuff like that. You just dig in the sand. And then, like, your s- swimsuit gets completely full with, like, sand. So it makes it look like you took a dump in your swimsuit. You remember that? Yeah, like, you would, yeah. You'd, like, be in the, in the sand hot tub. Because I grew up in San Diego. So I was... So you're in this life. I, I'm a mariner, essentially. Um, right. But the worst part is like you stand up from the sand pit, the, the salty, watery sand pit. And then it's like, uh oh, like I'm full of sand now. I, how could this have happened possibly? And this. Yeah.
3: I hate uh, going into the ocean and then just turning your swimsuit over and then yeah. just like feeling all the sand coming out. Right. it's
0: It's traumatizing which i feel like these crabs know how to organize sand really well and so we could hire them to help organize the sand for us right it's like hey like i get sand everywhere and then i come home and sand it's everywhere it just gets everywhere but then they're really good at organizing all the sand into little balls
3: yeah if the sand was in all these like neat little balls that wouldn't be happening
0: we yeah. wouldn't we wouldn't have this problem and unfortunately, every time the tide comes in, it ruins their their uh, sandball artwork that they do. Uh, so I That's a shame. Like, yeah, I feel like the moral of this episode is the tides are mean and bullies.
3: It's just like, I mean, in a way, it's sort of beautiful. It's like this ethereal, like, or maybe ephemeral is the word I'm looking for. Nothing lasts forever. They're uh, like, you can make an art, make art, and then it will just disappear. And you can try and make a name for yourself, but the tide will wash you away, too. And maybe that's sad, but maybe it's kind of freeing.
0: Yeah, I mean, my feeling, though, is we should maybe blow up the moon and stop having tides. Like, that's a really nice sentiment. That could be fun. Just, like, one giant lake. Yeah, like, your sentiment of, like, oh, everything is uh, temporary. It's cool, but hey, guess what? The moon could also be temporary. We could stop having these goddamn tides. Yeah, you're
3: on a you're on a mission. You're gonna get rid of that guy.
0: Yeah, I'm on Team Crab here. I'm on I, I'm on Team Sandbubbler Crab. Crab versus Moon. It's a exactly. tale as old as time.
3: <laughs> and they've been feuding for centuries, right. just like King Kong and uh Godzilla. Yeah. Um Ancient feud. And it's time we do
0: something about it. It's time we pick a side. All I'm saying is that, you know, there's not enough room for both crab and moon. And personally, I side with crab. I
3: like crab. We got to stand with our fellow carbon based life form, you know? Yeah. Like,
0: what has the moon done for me lately? Nothing. Yeah. And as we've talked about on the show before, carcinization is the uh, routine habit of evolution of continually evolving crabs over and over again separately, which just keeps on happening. Uh, which means. Whoa. So crabs are coming from different. Points on the
3: tree, essentially. Yeah,
0: essentially. I mean, like it's it's all coming from crustaceans, uh, or you know, like so a specific uh, node on the tree. But crustaceans keep independently evolving into crab form over and over so again. So funny. Even spiders, which are not crustaceans but they are arthropods, uh, do sometimes kind of turn into crab form. As do other arthropod, other insects. Did
3: spiders come from crab? Where did spiders come from? That's my big question in this episode about crabs is where do spiders come from?
0: Spiders don't come from crabs, uh, but spiders and crab do share a common ancestor because they're both arthropods. Uh, But spider and crab uh, diverged quite a while ago, so they're not very close relatives. But there are things called spider crabs, which we will talk about later, um, but they aren't called that because they're spiders. They're called that because of their long, sexy legs. So they just have a spider vibe. They got a daddy long legs yeah. vibe. They got a <laughs> they got a daddy long legs vibe. Sorry, now I can't. The the Twitter has ruined me. Now I can't say daddy long legs without. Uh, anyways, <laughs> um, well that's a good point at which I think we could take a commercial break for me to rinse my brain
1: out with soap.
4: So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
0: Wait, I don't know the Daddy Long Legs reference. No, there's no reference. It's just like, it's everyone's like, like Daddy, whatever. Oh, on like Twitter. Daddy. Just Daddy, Daddy. Daddy is a concept. Daddy as like a what concept. did I miss?
3: What disgusting daddy language <laughs> did I miss?
0: <laughs> I'm keeping this in. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, uh, no, Kylie thought I was referencing something, and no, it turns out I'm just. All you have to do is say like "daddy" or anything like even tangentially suggestive of something. Father, father. <laughs> it's a funny word, you know. Daddy's hilarious. It is. I funny. love daddy. It is
3: funny. I used to be like, you daddy, who calls it daddy? But now I'm yeah. like anything
0: like a shirt with the word daddy. Hysterical. Yeah. it's it's such it's so it's so trashy and good. It's like and I just love the overuse of it. Like yeah. someone sees a hamburger and they're like, mm, feed me sandwich daddy. And it's like, yeah, okay, great. Let's, let's. I feel like non-men are
3: reclaiming the word daddy from them. Right. Like I feel like right. it used to be, this is chant. I'm sorry. Brief non-crab tangent. I feel like men were like, daddy is our word. You say it because we're in control. We're daddy. But now everyone else is like, no, we're daddy. Like, I don't think you understand. We're daddy. We're daddy and mommy.
0: We're daddy, we're mommy, we're zaddy. We are all one. Uh, I'm trying to think how to tie this back into crabs. Um, <laughs> crabby. Let's talk about, we're crabby. Let's, let's talk about crab daddies. Fiddler crabs uh, are pretty cool, right? Because they got them big old, big old fiddles on them. Just they have a fiddle on them. They have these like sharp, clean lines, too. Very sleek. Yeah, yeah, they're built like a car, like a yeah. Mas- Maserati. I'm going to pretend I know about cars. I'm just going to say some car names right now. Me Maserati. too, and I'm going to
3: agree with you. Porsche,
0: Porsche, right. uh, um, Corvette, that's one of them. Uh, Chevy Volt, Um, Good. Uh, yeah. sports car. <laughs> Ford Fiesta, they're built like a Ford Fiesta. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... You know, they have, they're called fiddler crabs because one of their claws, and this only applies to the crab daddies, I'm afraid to say, another problem with crab feminism. Uh, But the, the male crabs have a huge claw and one little tiny claw. So they have this big, single, meaty, chunky claw, the daddy of all claws. And I guess because their claw is so big, People, when they were naming animals back in the day, like hundreds of years ago, they're like, that's a fiddle, because we have fiddles, because we're old. And Yeah, so, right now it's
3: fiddles. It's not like, uh, um, I'm trying to think of what the modern equivalent would iPods. be. Like a Yeah. <laughs> it's an iPod touch.
0: Right, right. If we had uh, discovered this crab nowadays, we would have called it an iPod crab. Isn't it sad? Isn't it sad what this world has come to? We've replaced. It's sad that we can't name
3: things. It's sad that everything's been named.
0: Yeah, we got to go deeper and smaller. Like you get, you start getting small. You start finding really cool things because it's like, man, we just looked over them the last time we were looking. So I bet we can find a new, I I bet you the next time we discover a new species of crab, I'm going to get in touch with you and you get to name it.
3: I would love to do
0: that. I yeah. would love to do that for the scientific community. I want to be
3: like some sort of biologist that runs around naming things. Like right. I'm on the naming committee, and people come to me and they're like, "I found this weird slug," and I'm like, "Cool, that's a bedtime slug." Next, and then it just becomes like a
0: whole, a whole life force. Give me a good, give me a good uh, new species of crab name. Go. Okay. Um. Uh. Windowsill crab. Like a very
3: pensive, small crab. Yeah, no, I
0: like that. Yeah, that's really good. That's actually legitimately really good. Uh, So, yeah. It's like a sort
3: of like introverted tumbler,
0: cup of tea type crab. Well, speaking of introverted tumbler, cup of tea type of crab, uh, I think fiddler crabs, at least certain fiddler crabs, are shyer than other fiddler crabs. And there's an academic paper that actually refers to shy crabs. So we'll, we'll get into That's that in so a little cute. bit.
3: That's
0: so cute. That's precious. Yes. So fiddler crabs, it's not just one species. There are over 100 species of fiddler crabs, all varying in appearance and behavior. So uh, just to reiterate, the female fiddler crabs have two normal size small claws, and males have one little claw and one big honking claw. Uh This big honk and claw, like, maybe it's just this
3: specific picture, but it looks like he's got, like, a really firm handshake. Like, he's shaken out with his big honker, and um, it it feels like a power play.
0: Yeah, it is, absolutely. In fact, they do really firm handshakes with each other to try to compete for mates with their big honk and claw, just like humans do. You know how like two men meet and they're just like, all right, I'm going to try to squeeze the blood out of your hand and somehow that'll make me a better uh, person working at this office building.
3: Yeah, let's see who's the alpha of this insurance company.
0: Exactly. I mean, like really, again, evolution loves a crab and we're like, oh, we're humans. We're nothing like crabs. But come on, like you go to any insurance company, any Allstate. Like, you oh, find yeah. people doing crab stuff, like firm handshakes.
3: You find a guy with one giant arm that he right. uses to shake with. That's so my that shaking hand. Know. That's a shaking hand. That's and he has the hand. best numbers. He has the mm-hmm. best sales. Uh, everyone worships him. Because <laughs> he's in charge.
0: Right. Like he's in guys. charge. God, he'd be king of the fiddler crabs with his big old shaken hand. Yeah. They love muddy and sandy beaches, both crabs and people at insurance companies. They live in mangroves as well, and even salt marshes on coastal regions around the world. And they come in a variety of fun, fruity flavors. There's the lemon fiddlers of Fiji, who are lemon flavored and yellow, bright yellow. Yummy. There's the watermelon fiddler of the Western Pacific who comes in watermelon colors. This guy looks
3: like a watermelon. Yeah,
0: I want to pop him in my mouth and like gushers chew on him, but I know that would be a bad time.
3: It just wouldn't be the type of gush you want.
0: No, (laughs) the wrong type of gush, you know? Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. They come in grape flavor. There's a purple one, who's I assume grape flavored. I'm I'm gonna assume that these don't just taste like crab meat, and they actually taste like you know what they look. No, it's like
3: Gatorade rules, right? Like, right. That tastes purple. I can tell. Yeah,
0: yeah. I love how like grape flavor is just purple flavor because it doesn't taste like grape. Grape flavor? No, it stuff, doesn't. It tastes it's nothing grape. like yeah. grape. That was always my big gripe
3: with grape was like <laughs> gripe with <it's-> grape It <laughs> was my big grape gripe. It was the, I'm like this doesn't taste like a grape because I love a grape but yeah. I hate
0: welches. What's going on mm-hmm. here? Right. Cuz it's purple flavored. It's not grape flavored. That's just purple. Yeah.
3: And it's like you either have to be pro purple flavored or pro grape flavored. Like right. I don't think right. I think you got to pick no a side. No fence
0: sitters. No. Anyways, I'm I'm whatever whatever flavor this crab is, that's the side I'm going to take. Uh, <laughs> and then there's Red Bull flavor uh crab who's a bright Blue, bright red looks like a Red Bull can.
3: This guy is in a mosh pit. Like, yeah, he's giving me a scary energy.
0: Yeah, he's got like one of those, uh, one of those like uh, necklaces. Remember what we had in the nineties? Buga shell necklaces. Yeah, yeah, because he's a crab, and that makes sense too, because he's on the beach.
3: Yeah, he'd find a little shark
0: tooth, weave a yeah. little rope for himself. Yeah, he's got a hacky sack, and he's not good at it. But boy, oh, does no. he still have that hacky sack?
3: He's aggressive about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's always going unts, unts. Anyways, I actually think this one might be a female because both of its claws are the same, but still. just You can be a girl in a smosh pit. She's that type of, course, of girl. Of course, yeah, yeah. No, I've uh, watched a mosh pit, haven't gone in it, but, you know, observed. No, 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 no. <laughs>
3: I get, I'm get. i 5'2". I'd get, like, absolutely wrecked. Yeah,
0: yeah I, uh, I just don't, like, sweat. You know, which is funny because I sweat a lot, but regardless to be
3: in those places because you're always just at eye level with like right boy armpit. And it it just isn't like a good time. You're just breathing in like the worst part.
0: You kind of slap into something and it makes a wet slapping noise. And it's like, yeah, that's the armpit against my face. I don't want that. Anyways, uh, another reason that for us to become more crab because like I'm sure their armpits are better than ours. Crabs don't go to raves. Yeah, crabs don't... Well, <laughs> that's not necessarily true. But why they got them big claws? To be hot and sexy. And like we discussed earlier, to have aggressive handshakes and win in the battle of the handshakes. So the big claw isn't really good for anything other than looking nice and meaty and, and sexy. The little claw does all the work for feeding. I think that's also another reason why they're called fiddler crabs is like they have the big claw and they got the little claw. So the little claws like going. And so they're like... Oh, oh, yes, indeed. Yeah. This looks like a fiddler. I'm quite smart. My name is Quincy Featherbottom, and I'm naming the crab because I found it's the first is, crab. 1607, isn't it? I'm covered in rickets, and this here crab looks like he's got a little fiddle. Not cute. Anyways, I'm 35, so I'm retiring. <laughs> 35, time to die. <laughs> I'm really roasting people in the 1600s.
3: Yeah, they've got been em. on their high horse
0: for far too long. Mm, got him. Uh Yeah, so they communicate to each other through claw gestures, you know, just like New Yorkers. Am I right?
3: Just like, hey, I'm walking here. That's what they're <laughs> just doing. like, hey, I'm
0: walking here. They're always going, hey, I'm walking here. Yeah. That's Is all they do. Is there a scientific
3: paper on that? On yeah. how they say, hey, I'm yeah. walking
0: here? The hey, I'm walking here phenomenon, a study, an intergenerational study of crabs. Wow. Uh
3: Yeah. 45 pages.
0: Yeah. It's published in Crabs Monthly bi-monthly anyways so if a male wants to mate with a female he will wave his big meaty claw at her and engage in ritual combat with other males where they test their claw strength and girth against each other i have given you a video of the fight doesn't really have a good soundtrack so you can listen to it with. oh here we go okay listen to it without the sound
3: crab fight is this a famous video have i maybe seen this no i
0: don't don't think think it is it's only got 27,000 views. Okay, this
3: is not the this is not the fight I thought it was. I think I'm thinking of a hermit crab fight. Okay. Okay, I see it. They're like shaking
0: hands. Yeah. the The Star Trek, Star Wars fight music, you know? That's great. But it's like a real, real firm handshake.
3: It looks like they're not even looking at each other. They're... Now they're just doing mirror exercises. <laughs> they're just moving them at the same time. I don't know what this is really proving.
0: Uh, like, what are they proving to each other right now? I mean, you know, who got the biggest claw? The biggest, baddest claw, I yeah. think. You know? Who's best yeah. at claw?
3: I guess Number they can't like claw.
0: eyeball it. It's kind of how they move it, too, which I do Actually, appreciate. Actually, they do sometimes eyeball it. In fact, like, some crabs have a strategy of having a bigger claw, but it's more useless. But if the claw is big enough, it might just intimidate another crab visually. And they're like, oh, I don't want to mess with that big claw. But it turns out it's not a very good claw. It's kind of a crummy claw. Yeah, they're
3: like, I'm just not even going to... I'm going to get wrecked.
0: Yeah. Actually, uh, so the the claws, like if they lose a claw, they will regenerate a new claw as they molt, which is normal for, for crabs uh, and other crustaceans. Uh, but in some species, if the male loses a big claw, uh, the other claw then starts to grow bigger and bigger. So that other claw becomes the big claw and the old big claw just regrows into a small claw. So, you know, I don't know. That's weird.
3: Wow, that's nuts. That they could just, they're like, nope. Like, it would be like if we lost an arm and then we wanted to make it a leg. It would just, no, it'd be the other way around. Well, I don't
0: know. It'd be like you cut off an arm and your other arm gets huge. But then you grow another normal sized arm. Yeah. But then
3: you would, okay, so, okay. So, their big arm gets cut off. Yes. Their tiny arm grows into a big arm. Yes. And then what happens to the other arm,
0: the one that's into a tiny off. arm?
3: So they just switch.
0: They just switch. Yeah, it's like so if someone like, cut well, o- I
3: have to have a big yeah. arm at all times. Yeah,
0: it's that's like if fascinating. You're, if you're like right-handed or left-handed, and then someone cut off your dominant hand, so then you became a dominant hand in the other hand, but then your other hand grew into a, the other hand. I'm sorry. I made it more confusing. Anyways. No, I think I get it. I think okay, this, is, good, I think this good. is helping. Big claw get, fall off. Uh-oh. Grow into small claw. But small claw grow into big claw. Yeah.
3: There we go. Yeah. One, two, three. Easy. Also,
0: you may sometimes see a fiddler crab rip off its own claw. Don't worry. That normal. It okay. What? <laughs> it's-, uh, it's usually if their claw gets injured, they will self-amputate or if they're feeling threatened, they will self-amputate and throw the claw at the predator. Uh, either way, it's like if they decide. That is so metal. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, oh, I don't need this claw anymore. Like it's dead weight. It's too injured. So they just rip it off, throw it and grow a new one. And it's fine.
3: That's crazy. Okay, so they throw it at predators. Like, is this other crabs or is this like a bigger like a uh, species that isn't their own? They'll just chuck it.
0: Usually it's a different species. It could be like a. I suppose if there's a crab that wants to eat them, but usually the self amputation and throwing at a predator is to give the predator something to snack on while they run away.
3: Oh, it's kind of like, hey, here you go. It's not like, here's a scary thing, because I feel like that wouldn't be that scary.
0: Yeah, no, it's not. It's not to scare them. It's like, oh, you want to eat me? Well, here's an hors d'oeuvre. See ya. Uh, Here, take my wallet. Don't kill me. Right, right. Except your wallet is is uh is is your whole body a whole arm? Yeah, I feel like if you were getting mugged and you like held your wallet in your hand and you're like, okay, take my whole arm, and you start like trying to chop off your own arm to give them, I feel like they would just leave you alone.
3: Yeah, they'd be like, okay, they probably don't have a lot in their wallet because they're acting really, really weird right now. Right. So I or think whatever they have bounce. in there, I don't want to see. Whatever they have in there, it's not good. It's probably fingers.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, that's all right. Yeah, just you have a nice day, ma'am.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, so, you know, claws, shenanigans with claws. The reason I'm actually talking about fiddler crabs isn't because of their big giant claws. It's because they build chimbleys. They build chimneys. Oh, my God. Fiddler on the
3: roof. Yeah. With a chimney. Wow. That's fascinating. What are. okay? Are these. These are the chimneys right here. They're like little tubes. Yeah. Little tubes. What is the purpose of it?
0: You know, sometimes they just want to do a little fireplace and, you know, no, that's not it. just hanging out. Yeah. Just hanging out in the living room with their little crab cup of coffee. And and a good crab book, Pride after a cr- long day of avoiding yeah. the tides. Yeah, like like reading *Crab and Crab Prejudice*, *Crab yeah. Crab Pride and Crab Prejudice*, *Crab Pride and Crab Prejudice*, Grapes yeah. of Crab Wrath*. Yeah, *Crabs of crab, crab Crab Prey Love*. Yeah, thank you. Yes, *Crab Prey Love* is a good one. It's about self care. Yeah, you know, it's it's about self crab dualization. <laughs> Anyways. Crabs do uh, chimneys. They make a chimney, uh, and what it is. So it's interesting because not all fiddler crabs make chimneys. Even within a single species of fiddler crabs, only some uh, specimens will make these chimneys. It tends to be females, um, but males will sometimes make these uh, chimneys. And basically, they build them. They have their their burrow that they hide in for safety. Uh, and then they build this chimney up from, usually their burrow is just a hole, and then they build a chimney up from that hole, uh, and then they pop out like, oh, oh, hello, gov, you want me to sweep your chimney? You know, from yeah. Harry, remember,
3: remember Harry right, from, from
0: Harry Potter, when Harry <laughs> Potter. sweeping Poppins. all the chimneys. Yeah, remember Harry Poppins and the Sorcerer's chimney Sweep? with Harry they, Popper, p- oh, that was so sad when Dumbledore yeah. had to
3: watch all those kids.
0: Yeah, and Dumbledore flies in on his umbrella and he's like the, you know, like uh, we're going to make you fight wizard Hitler. That was, that was a good mo- right, movie. Right, right. Yeah. And yeah, the whole Nazi allegory, there's so much going on there. Yeah. 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 Uh it, good good movie. Uh Dick Van Dyke classic 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 great role for him harry potter was a wonderful role for dick van dyke it was it was he was so good at it all the capers he did all cutting the capers dancing with the penguins with his magic wand that's what really got him off the ground i mean that's what made me realize who dick van dyke was put him on the map yeah uh but yeah so a bunch of dick van dyke little crabs in their little chimneys, uh, and they, uh, the, apparently, sometimes the chimneys are really well-constructed, like this neat little tube. Sometimes it's just a pile of dirt, pile of sand, didn't do I a can good see job. see that.
3: Some of these guys are not very good. I don't no. want to be rude to them, but- that's okay. Um, Tough love. I don't know if they're that good at it. Give it to them straight.
0: They're, they suck, actually.
3: I just, like, I have a lot of notes, personally. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, no, uh, Some of these just don't look like chimneys. That's the note. Some of them looks looks just like a bit pile of uh, sand, guys. What are you doing? Come on.
3: Yeah, Go what on are we here. doing here?
0: Yeah, just take just... some
3: classes, build yeah. your skills up, and, you know, come back to me when you're ready. Maybe a yeah. year.
0: Yeah, take a step back and look at what you've done. And it's like, does this look like a chimney to you? Doesn't look like a chimney to me. You yeah, might have no. to do some self Come back self-growth. to me when you're ready, yeah, okay? Yeah, Come back yeah, to me okay. when
3: you're ready. Get out of my but office. But keep
0: doing it, though. But keep doing it. But keep
3: at it. Keep me in the keep loop. Let's keep you in touch because I think you there's something here. Yeah. So let's just keep talking. Yeah. And you have my
0: email. Let's keep the dialogue open. Uh, don't be a stranger. Uh, but yeah, no. But no. But no, this yeah, isn't a Yeah, the answer is no, unfortunately. But yeah, but, yeah, but no. But yeah, but no. <laughs> Right. So the reason they build these chimneys is partially a mystery. Uh, recent research suggests that it's maybe to confuse predators and aggressive conspecifics. That means just me mean, a conspecific means someone else uh, in your own species, like uh you're you're conspecific to me. Um Ooh. Uh, yeah, and I'm a conspecific to you. You know, wow. we're all just conspecifics here.
3: Kind of like a comrade of sorts. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. But sometimes, you know, you saw these crabs, like, doing the aggressive handshake, and if some, like, if a bill from accounting is like, like, handshake with me, and it's like, uh, please, no, just, (laughs) how about I go down my chimney? Don't thank you.
3: We don't need to shake hands. We don't need Mm -mm. to bring handshaking back. No, no,
0: that was a good thing that we lost, you know? That was Fantastic. like there's a lot of like go back to normal after the pandemic, but there are some things that I think we can keep, like no handshakes. Although it is
3: coming back
0: a little bit.
3: I had Aww. to shake a couple hands recently and oh. I'm like, you know, you we could have just not done it. Like yeah, there's is is like, a way for us to have met without doing it.
0: This is a critical time in the reintroduction of people to other people, which is that we could maybe stop that from happening. Yeah, uh, we have an
3: opportunity to change and
0: I just don't know if we'll take it. Yeah, also I have bad hands. Uh I don't know what you call it. It's just bad hands where like my hand yeah. is the wrong wrong level of moisture, wrong temperature. It's bad hands. And so I don't want to make pe- hands, yeah. Well, mine hands are like dry on the top and then wet on the bottom and they aren't the right level of heat cuz sometimes <laughs> they're cold but sometimes they're too hot. And so I don't want anyone to have to touch my hands.
3: Yeah, I don't want to deal with it. And also, like, I have really small hands, and people will comment on it a lot. And they'll be oh, like, oh, no. my God, baby hand. And I'm oh. like, I wish I hadn't shown you. I yeah. wish I hadn't oh, shown you my, my hands. Are you a just little
0: a little tiny little, baby? Are you just a little tiny baby?
3: We can't have a business meeting because you're just a little baby.
0: <laughs> How do you hold on to a glass of milk, little baby?
3: That's I'd horrible. offer you a glass of water, but um, <laughs> clearly you couldn't hold one because you're a little baby.
0: Oh, you want to sign this contract? You want me to get you a smaller pen for your baby hands?
3: Yeah, here, take some crayons, you little Oh, man, I'm kid. sorry.
0: I'm sorry. That is super awkward. Like, it's why really hard you... to be me. Well, I know. It's a it's, um, constant struggle, but uh, and I can tell. It looks like it. Uh, oh, no, yeah. but uh, But no, I'm, I that that is like, don't. Your hand
3: looks normal. I think I just have, I think it looks normal on Zoom because I think my face is just kind of small too. So, like, in okay. proportion, but like, if I shook hands with like an adult man, they're mm. like, people will grab my hands and be like, that's a
0: small hand. Okay. I mean, that's a little bit like, you know,
1: like,
0: it, it I, well, maybe I you have been, maybe, maybe
3: this guy has big hands. Maybe everyone yeah, has big hands. Yeah, maybe your hands are just like
0: abnormally large. Have you thought about that? Yeah,
3: no one ever thinks about that. No one ever self reflects, you know? you know what, maybe my hands could be a little bit smaller. Maybe it would be a little bit considerate of me.
0: Shave them down a little bit. Maybe keep your hands a little smaller. Like, Yeah. Uh, like, oh, don't thanks be selfish. a lot. Pancake hands, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, don't, don't, like, don't. That's, that's the key thing. Like, a handshake generally means you're just meeting someone. And so I think, like, commenting, oh, you have little baby hands is maybe something you shouldn't do when you're just meeting someone. I'm not an expert on politeness or making oh, friends. No. So... I could be wrong but I guess
3: it is usually people I know well or like people I somewhat know where there's some situation like there will be some (laughs) situation in which we have to hold our hands or put our hands in the center and then they'll say wow you're
0: a professional every time you see your friends you shake hands with them
3: uh, yes I say hello very lovely to see you I'm so happy to be working with you and then we sign a bunch of contracts and then we you know we hang out we watch drink
0: glasses of milk yeah uh yeah. It, yeah don't don't talk about people's hand sizes um but if you're a crab like they're constantly talking about their claw sizes that's the whole world again just like if your friend says like oh your hands are small be like that's a very crab thing to say that's a very crab behavior you know Yeah that's
3: crab behavior it's not people behavior yeah, shape b-
0: up We're we're being you're, you're using crab voices let's use human voices now Um so uh uh yeah yeah it turns out that the crabs who decide to build chimneys are shy. They're just Aww. no shy babies. Researchers, literally in their paper documenting chimney construction, were like, "These appear to be shy crabs, uh, because they spend more time in their burrows. They're more skittish around other crabs, and they just are introverted shy crabs. They just and they make their chimneys so people." our other crabs, I guess, in their crab immunity, uh, just don't like popping in their holes as much. You know what I mean? Just like they're just uh, like wow, they're just shy little guys. They yeah. just don't want to come to the party and that's okay. Yeah. Just little little shy crabs. Just spending all their all time in their crab burrows. spending all their time on crab chat rooms, you know? Yeah. Just AIM, uh, age, uh age crab type location. Right, right, right. Number of legs. Claw size, number
3: of legs, claw size. Yeah, just really talking on stra- with strangers all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, I mean, uh, yeah, just like like uh, I don't know. I can't get over the fact that scientists were like studying these crabs in a serious capacity. It's like, yeah, this is a shy crab. This- <laughs> <laughs> Shy crab. You know, we were gonna
3: talk about you know their their um their anatomy and their biological
0: functions, but we couldn't get over the fact that they're just so shy. They're, they're just so, so shy little guys. We like went up to them with a tiny microphone, and uh, we were like, "Hey, why do you build these chimneys?" And they're just like. <laughs> Oh, no thank you I don't oh, want tiny to a giggle and
3: none of them would read their slam poetry they're too shy <laughs> no. about it no they're too shy they have beautiful singing voices and no one is going to know they're just yeah. wearing a ponytail and putting on glasses yeah but it's time to take them off you know and if a
0: crab can you imagine if a crab like took off their glasses and like tossed their well they don't have hair but I guess their antenna in the hair like that transformation beautiful and suddenly she's beautiful and suddenly she's arrived and it's like you thought she was shy, building her little sand chimney, staying out of the limelight. But now she's arrived, and she's actually—no, she's the crab hottest, prom queen. Yeah, she's the hottest crab at crab prom now. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It's beautiful, and there's a diagram—diagram diagram of a uh, crab's building these chimneys. Uh, if you want it, like I oh, don't know. There we go. I, I thought maybe you'd want a diagram of a crab building a chimney, uh, just so yeah, you yeah. No, see no how I want to see done. the
3: process. Yeah. I'm gonna make this my
0: screensaver. Thank you. That's good. I'm honored. Um, I just I do love this diagram. I'll include it in our our document that I share with all of you listeners of the images that we discuss in the show. You can find that in the footnotes, as always. But uh this diagram is um step one or sorry, step A. No, 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 wait. Step one A. Crab, uh digging and depositing mud. Crab comes out of a hole. Step one B crab has a ball of sand in claws. Step two, part A, dragging and stacking mud. Step two, part B. He's starting a crab chimney. Step three, part A. It's a bigger crab chimney. Step three, part B. Even bigger crab chimney. Like that's what the diagram is.
3: These steps were
0: divided very strangely. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a how to draw thing where yeah, it's like where start, like it's like yeah, start a, how to draw a rabbit. Start with an oval. Now do a circle. Uh rabbit. Dramatic shaving, it's a rabbit. Right, right. Cross hatch, cross hatch. Now, it's bunny. That's kind of what's going on here. It's like it's a hole. There's a ball. Now, uh, and then suddenly it's a chimney. Chimney, yeah. You know. Uh very useful diagram. I like it. I liked it cuz I wanted to build one of my own. And so now yeah. I have the tools. Now you have the tools. You know what information is the best tool, better than pincers? It's true. It's true, now I can just beat them at their own game. Because you know what I have? I have a shovel. Yeah, no, we better, we better, because if we don't start catching up to crabs, we're in trouble, and we will talk about that when we get back, because spider crabs are building
1: pyramids underwater, and we might be doomed. No.
2: That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
4: Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
0: So Kylie, do you not like spiders? Oh, I'm okay with spiders. Okay, good.
3: I'm 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 kind of pro spider, honestly.
0: That's really good to hear, uh, because so far you've been pro crab, which I again appreciate.
3: I'm I'm pro things with a lot of legs, except for like centipedes and millipedes. I don't really, yeah. really subscribe to that. But um, crabs and spiders, I'm okay with. I don't like kill a spider when I see one. Yeah, kind of yeah. just let it be.
0: Yeah, I you know I, I like spiders in the house because I'm like, look, I don't like getting uh, bugs in my food and you don't eat my food you eat the bugs that eat my food yeah we're eating different foods there's no reason i truly
3: like i don't even put it in a paper cup and take it outside i just let it stay
0: i do that if they're like in a high traffic area because i don't want to step on a spider but if they're just chilling out in a corner it's like hey man look i'm eating cereal and you're eating flies this is perfect
3: yeah as long as you don't want any of my cereal when right. I was, we grew up, I grew up, like, next to a hiking trail. And so we had tarantulas, like, mm. we'd get, like, one or two a year on the porch. And they were very scary. And they would yes. charge at you. Uh, and- yeah, that's just for a hug, though. Like, come on, bring it in. Come here. I just want to <laughs> bite you a little bit. Um. So that was deeply scary. Um. But every other spider, I'm like, you know what? It's fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel you. Like, uh, I actually did have a brief fear of spiders when I was a kid because there was like a honking big spider in my bed one time just like Mm, pulled down the covers it was like right next to me on my pillow going like hey there (laughs) and it just (laughs) freaked me out so I kept checking my bed yeah that's scary yeah kept kept checking my bed for spiders but then after college when I learned more about spiders I was like you know what I'm into these into these folks I like them Uh, got over my fear of spiders Uh, I also held like someone's pet tarantula which is a lot better Just, yeah, I like,
3: can't do it. Can honestly, appreciate from
0: afar. Honestly though, like when something's a pet, I have a much different reaction to it than just seeing it out uh, in situ or uh you know what's the cinematic term? Like in in cinema verite? I don't know. What is it when you see something in, in real life? Do you just call it seeing it in real life? I've forgotten IRL. I'm sorry. IRL, that's I'm sure that's that's the
3: traditional cinema term for it is IRL.
0: IRL, okay, thank you. No, I've forgotten, like, how do you refer to real life? It's not something (laughs) I've been dealing with lately. We're not living it anymore. No, we're not. It's just not something I've had to think about. So when I see, like, a snake, IRL, it's like I'm startled and a little frightened. If I see a mouse, IRL, like, especially in my home, I'm like, you know, "Uh uh-oh, that's not good. I don't like that and same thing with tarantula i see a tarantula uh, you know just like sitting on the end of the street i'm like what the what are you doing buddy i don't like this just staring yeah, get at out me of there. uh but like if someone's got a pet rat or a pet snake or or a pet tarantula i'm like all right you uh you've already built up a rapport with at least one human so i kind of like you know
3: yeah do pet tarantulas like their owners like do they they just don't bite them How does that work? Well,
0: I have never owned a tarantula, and far be it from me to say that tarantulas don't love their owners because uh, I'm sure we have a lot of listeners who uh, have tarantulas, and Kylie, between you and me, I don't don't think tarantulas are uh, capable of love. Whoa, be
3: careful. You are (laughs) messing with the tarantula owner demographic, and they are scary. They've got a tarantula.
0: I think tarantulas can feel the emotion of neutrality. And for a tarantula, that's love.
3: Yeah. I think, like, love in the animal kingdom sometimes is you won't kill me. Yeah. So I will be cool about this.
0: Yeah. It's neutrality. Uh, But yeah, I think tarantulas can be neutral towards their owners, which is uh, a huge compliment uh, from the tarantula community. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, speaking of tarantulas, a kind of underwater tarantula is a giant spider crab, which uh, looks like a crab, but with big old tarantula legs. And honestly, I think it's a cutie, but I could understand if someone didn't like it. I, you're wrong not to like it, but you know, it's just because it's got spider legs doesn't mean it's not cute because it's got that little crab face with the little rostrum that looks like a pointy nose and the, it just, it's cute. It's cute to me. Yeah, it looks
3: on to me. It looks like a like a baby duck with a bunch Hmm. of like tiki torch legs. Like for some something about the face, it's got like a maybe this is just a trick of the eye in this photo, but it it almost looks like it has a beak.
0: Yeah, that's the rostrum. Uh, It's uh, it's just sort of a protrusion of like the front of the face. It's not actually a nose, but it kind of looks like a pointy nose. I do like that crabs ha- sometimes look like they have that pointy little nose. Not so much seeing the baby. Do- okay, if I squint. If, if you I squint- really like,
3: if you, you know what? I'm looking closer at it and it does not look like that at all. I would like to
0: reverse my opinion. I want to take that back. Yeah, but if I squint almost enough that I'm closing my eyes, maybe. Yeah, if I go like that. I also see a little bit of sea
3: turtle potentially. Sea turtle face.
1: You know what, I'm really
3: trying to make this guy
0: cute and I just don't know if he is. Yeah, to me it just looks like crab face. But, listen, that's not the reason we're talking about these. We're talking about them uh, because uh, they make pyramids of themselves. Giant spider crab pyramids, they happen. Oh wow, that's just a pile of crabs. It's just a pile of crabs. So before we explain the pile of crabs, let's talk about the crabs themselves. The individuals that make up this crab pyramid. The giant spider crab is found around the waters of South Australia. They're a big red crab with sexy long legs and a nice big carapace. Uh, their total width, including legs, is 15 inches or 40 centimeters. So that's a little over a foot. Uh, but their carapace, their main body, is only about 6 inches or 16 centimeters. So, you know, they're hunky-chunky. They're chunk-full. That's, hunk yeah, yeah, like that's a big hunk, a hunk of crab. Like a of crab. A foot-long crab is... Yeah huge. Formidable. It's not the biggest crab. That's the Japanese spider crab, uh, who is quite big. (laughs) Anyways, um, these ones aren't the biggest crab, but they are quite big. Uh, And, of course, sometimes they form giant underwater pyramids. Uh, Do you want to see a video of a crab pyramid? You do. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me pull it up. You don't have to listen to the whatever audio is on it. Oh, I I think it's just water noises, actually.
3: Oh, well, I need the water noises to understand where I am.
0: To fully perceive a crab, you need to feel underwater.
3: Yeah, because otherwise I'm like, what is this blue stuff they're swimming in? I don't understand. Right. What's a crab? Right. Okay, so this is, we're talking about mosh pits earlier. This is a
0: mosh pit. This is a mosh pit. Yeah, Uh, that's why earlier you're like, well, I don't think crabs go to raves. (laughs) And I was like...
3: Uh, oh just you wait
0: <laughs> but yeah so no, what is that, the goal of this what is the goal of the, the yeah. pyramid yeah that's a good question and one other people have asked because when, when you see a big pile of crabs I guess you can't just like leave well enough alone although check out that these crab faces again I'm sorry I will answer your question but I do the crab faces because the rostrum looks like a pointy nose and it looks like they're kind of frowning and so it looks like they just are really grumpily not moshing, which I do love. Yeah, they look like weird zombies who are just yeah. under
3: some weird sort of crab spell.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the reason is Skrillex. Uh, I mean, it's got a right. good beat, and when you drop right. the beat, like you, you're and you're in a group and everyone's reacting to the beat getting dropped. It's you know, I mean, it's electric. Yeah, yeah, it's uh transcendent. So the reason uh, they make the crab tower, they're not trying to form a crab Ultron. What's Is Ultron made out of a lot of robots? I guess I don't really know what that. I don't was. know robot lore, unfortunately. <gasps> that's, a, that's a blind spot I have. Yeah, they're trying to form like a mega crab out of like mini crabs. Well, the best guess that biologists have is that it is protect them all as they simultaneously get naked. A.K.A. when a crab gets naked, that is called molting. Wow. So they're all like creating like this
3: big dressing room for each other. Yeah,
0: exactly. When crabs and other arthropods who have exoskeletons grow, their hard carapace can't grow with them. The armor of it, the fact it's so tough has a downside which is it's not stretchy. So as they get bigger, the carapace can't get bigger either. So they have to molt. They have to break out of their old shell, revealing a fresh new shell. But like I said, when the shell is developing and growing with them, it actually has to start out being soft. Otherwise, obviously, you can't you can't expand it, you can't grow. So under that hard shell grows a soft new shell. And once they break out of their old shell, that new shell starts out soft and slowly hardens over time. For these crabs, it takes about an hour for the shell to reach maximum hardness. And during that hour, they are extremely vulnerable to predation because they are soft, juicy little treats. Yeah, that sounds pretty yummy. Sounds like ceviche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like, you know, melt-in-your-mouth crab. Uh, So they are easy pickings for predators when they're naked. So their solution is pyramid of crabs. More crabs, the better. You know, it makes it more intimidating, much more pinchy, like pinches per square inch increases quite a bit. Uh, And even if a predator decides to snack on one of them, statistics is on their side. Like, you're just one. Yeah, they're like, it probably won't be me.
3: Are they kind of, like, fighting to be in the middle? Like, I can't totally tell.
0: Like, you don't want to be an outside crab, right? Yeah, that's a really good question. I haven't seen any research on that whether that's true i think it's relatively hard to actually study these because they only last about two hours and they only happen during this molting season uh but i think that's a really smart observation because i would bet that's not only what they're trying to do but that's the reason that they form that crab pile is this instinct to hide under one another so like if you have a bunch of crabs all trying to hide under one another, they'll all congregate in a big pile being on top of each other.
3: So everybody just piles on. It's very interesting
0: yeah. because like who decides? Who's
3: like, okay, guys, time to start the crab pyramid. Let's go. Right, right.
0: It's Well, I mean, it's the crab with the clipboard, obviously. Yeah, it's the crab stage manager. Yeah, right. Okay, okay. St- quiet, quiet. Quiet. I still hear whispering. I still hear all right, whispering. Places. Places, yeah. everybody. Giant yeah. crab pit. It's where I put the tape down. So some observers who have watched these crab pyramids say they have even seen crabs like take pieces of sponge, sea sponge, to try to like cover their nakedness. Like Oh, uh, they're shy too. Yeah, they're so shy. I mean, all of the crabs we've talked about are just little shy, little shy babies. Um, or these are b- big shy babies over a foot. Big long. shy babies, big, big <laughs> honking shy babies. Big honking shy babies. They're just insecure. Babies. And I think we yeah. can all relate to that. It is a little burlesque though. Like the crab just with a couple of things of like sea sponge just trying to cover their nakedness. Like, like they're oh, like, you shan't stay. see my ankles. <laughs> you shan't see my little rostrum, will you? No, <laughs> no, my my rostrum is not for
3: your eyes, only for mine. Oh, I saw you trying to take a peek of my gills. No, no, but no! But you'll never see it. You'll <laughs> never see it. No, no, no!
0: It's a secret. I'm a little coquettish. <laughs> uh, yeah. So these, like I said, the pyramids are pretty, pretty brief. I mean, you know, it's like it's like we talked about with the sand bubbler crabs. They they create this art it's performance art in their case like but then it only lasts a couple of hours because they they live in the moment god damn it everything you know? washes away and that's yeah. the ocean like we have all these things on land that can stay for a
3: while but the yeah. ocean is like no time isn't real here like yeah. you just this is going to happen in the moment and then it's going to be gone yeah time makes fools
0: of us all even crabs it's true Mm-hmm. It's true we can't we can't defeat time, we can't defeat the time God. yeah, and that's ultimately what this podcast is about, why how we cannot kill the time God, and I keep trying to, it's just not happening. Oh maybe boy, someday. have I tried. Boy, I do know. I keep trying to kill the time God? And every and time it- I'm, it's like back to the drawing board, couldn't kill time today. <laughs> Tried a big catapult, didn't mm-hmm, work. Mm-hmm, tried a mm-hmm. bunch of poison. Yeah. Tried a, a bunch of mind tricks. No, yeah, not falling a, for any of it. Tried a big mouse trap with some watches as bait. That didn't work. Right. Right. I got a tough. really big businessman mouse, though. That's I. I could see potential there. I could see potential yeah.
3: for like a sort of business thing where we cheat him out of all of his money, and mm-hmm. then.
0: Would time is money, and he just right. Time is money, so if we got rid of money, we would get rid of time. Okay, so now we just have to kill capitalism. I mean, this is what I've been saying. We will kill time. This is what I have been saying. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we got it. We cracked it. Well. I like to answer listener emails occasionally on the show. And I, I, I got one uh, and, and I wanted to address it and I wanted to read it to you because, well, it's not about crabs. Um, which, guys, I went into my email inbox for listener questions and I searched for crab and I got a couple. But I'd already answered those and I haven't gotten new crab emails and I don't know. I don't know what to do about it. I just don't. I mean, it's not that I'm angry. I think it's that I'm disappointed. You know what I mean?
3: You would think that that the people would care more.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I get it. Like crabs aren't (laughs) crabs aren't the popular girl at school, you know, but it's like. No, they're shy, but someone's got to care about the shy girls. All my
3: shy queens out there.
0: They can surprise you, you know. It's like the shyest girl in high school. Now, now she's like on Instagram, like yeah, because she took off her ponytail. Right, exactly. Just ripped it right off her skull. Ripped it right off. Yeah, she doesn't (laughs) just hold it right off. Short haircut this bloody chunk of scalp coming off with it and all the boys in the room are like whoa who is she she just ripped part of of her scalp off yeah that's why i'm asking who she is i
3: don't want to date her (laughs) i'm wondering what's going on do we need to call someone
0: do should we call a medical professional wow I've never noticed you before, but now that you're so I is really bleeding, do. Now I, do I notice you. Well,
3: you win. I noticed you.
0: <laughs> well, this email is about ferrets. And it starts, Dear Katie Golden, I've been a fan since near the beginning of your podcast. I enjoy everything about your podcast, from how the information is presented to the humor that you and your guests have. Well, thank you so much. One thing that I'm surprised that you haven't had an episode covering is ferrets. I'm not just suggesting this because I am biased for having multiple ferrets. Well, we'll see about that. Although that is part of it. Well, not least you admit it. Uh, ferrets have been instrumental to so many aspects of human culture and scientific developments. The yearly flu vaccine is tested using laboratory ferrets. And most importantly right now, ferrets were used in the development of the COVID-19 vaccines. They have saved so many lives at the cost of their own. You know, that's a that's a really good point. Like when when we have our vaccines, like if we could spare a moment to think about the animals that we've used in testing to be able to stay alive. It's, uh you know. Yeah. Like,
3: thank you, ferrets. That's
0: thank you, really ferrets. Nice. I don't think they volunteered. That's the no. awkward thing. I don't think they volunteered to be medical heroes. But again, it couldn't hurt to thank them.
3: Yeah, yeah, it that's oh man, oh man, we need
0: them, we need those (laughs) vaccines. I'm sorry, ferrets, we really sorry, ferrets, yeah, sorry, ferrets. Uh, which makes me even more mad when people are like, oh, I don't want to get the vaccine, like, you know, it's uh, it's scary, or like, I don't know, it'll make me a robot. It's like, dude, the ferrets did not test the vaccine for you to be so coy about the vaccine, all right. Yeah, for you
3: to think that you know more
0: right, about the vaccine. Right. You think you know more about vaccines than ferrets? Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, nice
3: try, buddy. Nice yeah. try. Well, some people know just as much about ferrets because they think there's 5G in them and that they're going to yeah. make you not pregnant.
0: Yeah. I mean, a ferret is long, so they could fit a whole antenna in there. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Let's uh, let's move on. Um, right. Well,
3: the, yeah, the ferrets are GPS trackers. The
0: ferrets so. are GPS. Yeah. No, I, I've long suspected uh, uh, no, everyone get a vaccine. God dang it, get your vaccine, do it. Just I'm, get I, it,
3: just yeah, bite the bullet. Let's yeah. just do it. Let's be done with all
0: this. I got all my vaccines and I feel great, and in fact, uh, I feel stronger than ever because I got all of the vaccines. Yeah, uh, I just kept getting them. them. I got Moderna, Pfizer, them. Johnson and yeah. Johnson.
3: Flew yeah. over to the UK. Got Astra and Zetica.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I got the Sputnik one from Russia. That's pretty good. Uh, just a, co- I had, yeah. I told them to like mix it all up in one cocktail and one big syringe and get that in me. Yeah. So you know, I just
3: got absolutely blasted for a day. Yeah. I couldn't, couldn't leave my bed.
0: Yeah. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, uh, if you're hesitant, don't be. The vaccine is very safe and uh, much, much better than getting COVID. Uh, so get one. Uh, I know you, you, probably everyone who listens to a podcast about animal biology probably is very (laughs) interested in the vaccine, uh, if you can get it. Um, All right. Uh, So Vanessa continues to write, During this pandemic, I have worried more about the health and safety of my ferrets than myself. They are susceptible to many human viruses, but have been useful in finding treatments and vaccines. In a historical context, my favorite bit of ferret knowledge is that Elizabeth I had ferrets and loved them so much that she had them in portraits of herself. Leonardo da Vinci's painting Lady with Ermine is also thought to be a white ferret and not a proper ermine. Scandal. Oh, my God. Wow. That I mean, that must have... The people really rock the, the boat over there. Right. Like, that's not an ermine. That's not a proper ermine. That's a white ferret.
3: Get it out. Get it out of my office.
0: <laughs> they did it indeed. Elizabeth I, famous for her royal offices. Her that big she would- office. So many computers, printers. And when she was annoyed with the courtesan, she would order them out of her office. I do remember that from history. Yeah,
3: it was nice when they stopped doing beheadings and they started yeah. just saying, get out of my
0: office. Right. What is this invention? Well, your highness, it's an office. So I was thinking instead of killing people, you could simply order them out of it. I see. What an innovation. I but- like that. More of a power play. <laughs> Yes, I can give them a firm handshake where the renaissance really is a rebirth. Vanessa continues to write uh, that she is passionate about ferrets. They are affectionate, playful, social, and misunderstood. And she writes, I would love to hear your thoughts and jokes about these ridiculous little creatures that want nothing more than to play, hide things, and to be friends with everyone. I've included some photos of my ferrets. Sincerely, Vanessa. Indeed, she has included photos of her ferrets. Kylie, I shared them with she you. Yes
3: indeed. I yeah. see them.
0: They're
3: just they're like in a
0: little ferret pile,
3: kind of like our crab pyramid over right. there.
0: It's kind of reminds me of like sometimes if you like hold um hold a bunch of pinay pasta, which I do commonly, just right. hold the pasta and like the pasta is kind of slipping out through your fingers you know and like one pasta is trying to get away from you and it's really hard to hold them all that's how i imagine the pile of ferrets would feel in your Yeah, hands. i feel like you try and scoop up these per-
3: ferrets and they just sort of like slip through their your fingers they look like little little like ferret tail keychains is that a real thing
0: uh maybe yeah i feel what? like I-, I, I don't know what i'm thinking of <laughs> No, no, I think you're right. Like, there's so- all sorts of weird things that we've done where it's like, because remember there were the rabbit's foot keychains, and there was also like some little tail. The I'm little, not. Sh-
3: oh, I know what I'm thinking of. It's something completely different. It's like those cat toys that are like these okay. little felt worms. Oh, and thank they have God! Really- <laughs> oh, thank like, God! I thought I thought, that I feels thought like t- very visceral, and I'm like, yeah. I, I definitely don't have one of those. I want to be here. <laughs>
0: I thought you were just like, yeah, I got some taxidermy and ferret tails. Don't worry oh, about yeah, it. Don't my worry taxiderm- about it.
3: What if I came out as like a big taxidermist? You just like pop on to record this and it was just like moose antlers all around my yeah.
0: room. I mean, I don't hate taxidermy when it's roadkill uh, because it's sure. like, hey, you know what? They're not using those bodies anymore and you didn't kill them for it. So if you want to do that. In fact, when I first moved to L.A., I was uh, considering moving in with a roommate and then I found out that like, she was a taxidermist, and I thought that was interesting. She's like, I only taxidermy uh, roadkill or already dead animals. I was like, Oh, that's fascinating. She's like, Yeah. And and I was like, super into maybe being roommates with her. But then it turned out she does all the taxidermy in the apartment. Yeah, that's which tough. I mean, which which it's really at that point yeah. get a
3: studio. She's got to get a studio. Yeah,
0: because she is like, you you'll need to be comfortable with roadkill sometimes on the table and or in the fridge, and it's like uh, you know, this is really a me problem and not a you problem, but I don't know if I want roadkill in the fridge. And that's probably my own biases,
3: you know? Right, right. I wonder if she ever got anyone to fill that Craigslist listing because that's a tough sell, I will say.
0: She did a, uh, sh- I continued having the phone call with her long after uh, I knew I wasn't going to rent because I just <laughs> needed to, I needed to hear more of her. I, I asked her if she ever liked taxidermy pets and she's like, oh no, no, that that's too strange. Uh, I think just, uh, I would just do like an ear. Oh, uh, an ear or a tail. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, just an ear or a tail. So that, and she's like, yeah, so I could like have it in my pocket and just like pet it sometimes. It's like, you know what? I, oh, I, I see it. Oh, that's worse. That feels worse. It, you know what, whatever get, whatever, whatever Whatever makes you process, happy as long as you, know? you didn't kill anything to get right. there. Uh, yeah.
3: The live yeah. and let live.
0: Yeah. Some people, you know, look at different strokes for different folks. Some people like to stroke a dog ear. Uh, some people like to play volleyball. Uh, right. Some people like to paint. Some people like to hold a
3: little dead dog ear in their pocket. Yeah
0: yeah yeah uh i i can't i can't judge because i'm bad at painting but maybe i'd be better at having dead doggies. yeah you never pockets. know i'm not good you at the know. other
3: things right so right sometimes it's it's not what you want it's what Who you're am good I at to
0: judge uh and taxidermy can be a really cool art uh like it's i know that often like taxidermy you think about like the kind of like bad taxidermy where it's like someone took a squirrel and put deer antlers on it and googly eyes <laughs> But if you look at, like, some of the professional taxidermy where they're actually recreating scenes of nature for, like, museums and stuff, it's mind-blowing. It's completely mind-blowing. Wow. Wait, how did we start talking about taxidermy? I don't remember. I think I,
3: I invented something in my mind called a ferret keychain.
0: Right, um, right. And then we started talking about taxidermy, um, but originally right. we are talking about ferrets uh, because these ferrets are just look like little buttered noodles that would fall right out of your arms and squirm This pile around. is so
3: cute because my brain can't really calculate how many ferrets there are right. in this. I can't tell where. I think where... it's three, but I really can't tell. I don't know where one ends and one begins.
0: Right. And I don't know too much about ferret biology. I don't think they can have two heads, right? Like, it's not like they the start old, out with like, a head. Yeah. No. But I think one of the ends has I to be say? a butt. Certainly there couldn't be two butts. That would be this, quite a ferret, though, right? Just a tube with two butts. But just I don't a think a 2 butted
3: ferret. It's like yeah. the opposite of a cat dog, where you just get you just get the tails, you don't that's get the, the faces.
0: Thing. In the cat dog extended universe, there's got to be a just like dog butt attached to a cat butt, right?
3: Yeah, that doesn't get to talk, and they wouldn't make the movie about them because no. um, people the are
0: discrimination prejudiced. because uh, because yeah. people
3: are are small-minded.
0: Yeah, people uh, need to open their minds to things like uh, two butts on a tube or uh, dog ears, uh, dead dog ears. Um, anyways, I think uh, I think that's a good note to end on. Uh, that's it's perfect. It's po poetry, pure poetry,
3: pure poetry.
0: Well, Kylie, did I answer all the questions you've ever had about crabs?
3: I um know so much about crabs now i feel like i got such a good education i'm going to go downstairs and tell my roommates everything i've learned um mm-hmm. i'm going to be spouting crab facts all darn day so thank you so much for that
0: please pass it on pay it forward pay the crabs forward until everyone pay it knows. forward yeah yeah i just want to like i want to kind of speed run this whole our inevitable evolution into becoming crabs like we got to start now we got like you know, global warming, world's going to be an ocean. If we could start now, I could see us becoming crabs in like a couple thousand years.
3: Yeah, we just, it's not, it won't be that hard. We just need to get our our arms and legs just like a little bit like harder, a little right. bit uh, bonier, and then just develop two more limbs. And that shouldn't yeah. take too long.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think you're missing one more pair of limbs, but hey, I I think. uh, And we'll get there. We'll we'll get get there. It's. I mean, it's step by step, by step by step, and uh, and then we suck on some sand, and then we're there. Then we're already there. You know. There and then we're there, and then we've arrived. Join
3: the crabs that came before us. Yeah, exactly. Maybe they'll welcome us.
0: And that's when world peace. When we're all crabs, it's world peace uh anyways uh thank you so much for joining me kylie do you have anything to plug yeah i um well you
3: can follow me on all platforms at Breakman, and then i have a a podcast coming out called artists on artists on artists on artists it is an improvised hollywood roundtable podcast like all those you know vanity fair like all the supporting actors get together and gab um so it's 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 like that it's very charactery it's a lot of fun um, I host that with Patrick McDonald, Ari- Angela Giratana, and Jeremy Colhane, And it will be available, I think, two weeks from now. So <laughs>
0: sometime in June.
3: Uh, yeah, now, just follow me.
0: I'll update. Now will be, we'll be the future. Now will be next week. So Now will be the future. We're doing this from the past. Woo, so just follow spooky. me and I'll keep you updated. Keep updated with that. Check it out. Kylie is... Hilarious! So I'm very excited for her new her new podcast. So definitely check that out. And she's got amazing videos on Twitter. They are hilarious. And uh, you can find us on the internet at Creature Feature Pod on Instagram at Creature Feet Pod on Twitter. That's F E A T, F E E T is something very different. Uh, you can send me your ferrets or other things. Really, any questions you have to Creature Feature Pod at gmail.com and I sometimes I'm slow to respond because you guys send me your pet pictures and I don't think you realize how like if I see a pet picture I'm just staring at it for hours and trying to touch the screen because I don't know how images work and I think I'm petting the animal so yeah thank you for sending me uh all your emails and uh again thank you for listening to the show if you're enjoying it and you do a rating or review I read all of the reviews and I love them they warm my heart and also they warm the heart of the algorithm all hail the algorithm. We've got to please the algorithm. All uh, hail indeed. All hail the algorithm. We love you, algorithm. Um, and thanks to the Space Cossacks for their super awesome song, Illumina Creature features a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts like the one you just heard, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or hey, guess what? Wherever you listen to your favorite shows, even if it's in a sand bubbler crab's igloo? I don't judge. See you next Wednesday.
4: Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply.
1: Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweetin from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products.